This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. I'm back. <laughs> and you're back. And you're listening to this great podcast we have. It's called Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can listen to this and all past episodes on your iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher Radio. When you're doing that and you're subscribing, make sure you give us five stars. You know, the old rate, review, and subscribe. I found myself this week uh, going to a bunch of podcasts that I listen to and uh, rating and giving them a nice review because I have to practice what you preach, folks, and you should be doing that too. Anyway, you can follow us social media-wise, facebook.com slash markingout, twitter.com slash markingout, email us, markingout1 at gmail.com. There is a plethora of video content on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash markingout11, so go over there, Cooking Brandon 7. Have we spoken about it? No, we haven't really, and you haven't lot watched it yet because we those views are in the pits, man. Get those up. Have you checked the views? Not really. I because, haven't checked the views either. <laughs> but they're probably not. You're not tweeting to the Rock and the, yeah, you know Flash Bear calling enough. I'm over that. It's at 149 right now. That's pathetic. Yeah, I mean, Come on, it's not folks. terrible. Get this up. Uh, merchandise. We have three shirts available at ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkNow. Go get those shirts. Are we going to probably make new designs? No, because you're not buying these ones, so buy these ones first so we can make some new ones. Come on, people. Let's go. Don't troll us buying your shirt. Don't troll us by buying shirts. Buy them to support the good brothers here. I mean, we're not brothers. Dave and Brandon are, you know, cousins, but that's regardless, that's a shirt that we have on ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkNow. My name's Chris. I'm back. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. I'm sitting here, as you heard, with Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. How are you doing? I am doing well. I'm back after a two-week absence. Um, and it wouldn't be me coming back without somebody else being absent. And that's Dave. Dave's not here this week. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Brandon, how was your week? It was pretty good. I uh, went to New York City on Friday to catch. You a... call it New York City or you call it Manhattan? I say New York City. Okay, I've been saying Manhattan recently. Yes, I mean sometimes when like you speak to somebody who like doesn't know that like other places exist inside New York City, then I'll have to say Manhattan. Okay. Like I'm like, oh, I'm going to New York City. Oh, that's where such and such is. I'm like, no, that's Queens. Or, or when I say that's Min- I'm going to Manhattan, and they're like, oh, you're going to Queens? I'm like, no, no, that's Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to Manhattan for uh, a Broadway show. Checked out uh, Fogo de Show beforehand, the the Brazilian gimmick. Okay. Uh, which is still solid food all the time. All right. Worth it. Where is it? Because we're going to see the Harry Potter the play next. Uh... Oh, wow. You got those tickets? My wife got them on pre-sale, brother. Wow. Like, that was, like, months ago, right? Yep. Months Damn, ago. I saw they just released new uh, new tickets to it. Yeah, I know. We're going. So we're thinking about somewhere to go because it starts at 2. So we're going to um, go somewhere for dinner. So I don't know how uh, Fogo to show. It's, get that for show. it's on uh, uh, West 53rd Street. 
Okay, that's close. I would recommend not going there, though. It's expensive if you don't have a coupon. I don't care about coupons, brother. When I go out to eat, I go out to eat. Especially for a dinner time price. It's like probably like 50, 60 bucks or something. I will eat my weight in steak. Um, well, I mean, you could definitely go there. I know uh, Junior's is right near there, too. I don't know if you like... <laughs> the food's not like the best at Junior's. It's more like a Jewish uh, delicatessen style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know but, I can get But that. they're one of the rare restaurants in New York City that give free refills on soda. I don't, I don't think you drink soda, but... I don't actually drink yeah, soda. So. I try to keep uh, sugars out of. I keep my uh, my sugars for alcohol, folks. But, but they give you uh, all you can eat. Like all, it's unlimited. Uh, the health coleslaw gimmick, the uh, <laughs> the vinegar, vinegar style. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Which I am not like a huge fan of. But they also give you uh, pickled. Uh, I think it's pickled beets and onions, as well okay. as just straight up pickles. Yeah, pickled onions. Yeah, so I like going to Juniors. Haven't been there in a bit, but. Uh, yeah, it's nice. And then and then after we went to Fogo, we went to the the MoMA. Okay. Museum of Modern Art. Cuz they have the free Fridays and uh we went there and literally like we were like herded like cattle into this line right away and uh waited like a minute and got the free ticket, go inside and we went to go up upstairs into the actual museum and the woman goes, "Oh, you can't come in here with that." pointing to my book bag and and i'm like what, what do you mean she goes you have to go check it and the, like the line to check the book bag in was like 30 minutes long oh jesus or so it felt like that at least i mean every everyone was there for a free ticket and i'm like i don't understand the woman right there that you just let through brought two book bags with her and she goes what woman and i'm like literally the woman you just let in right there and she turns around and she goes, oh, that woman has a stroller. No, so it's a diaper bag. Well, uh, no, 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 it wasn't a diaper bag. They were two book bags, two actual book bags. And I said, so you're telling me the only way I could bring a book bag in is if I had a stroller? And she goes, yeah. I was like, well, F that, I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't need to go into your museum. I'm not waiting on a long line to check my book bag when you have rules like that. Screw you. I'm not going to the MoMA then. I'll just go right. to the, the Museum of Natural History. That's pay what you want. And I don't ever want to go back to that place. <laughs> that, place right. is, that place is too big for me to explore. All right. Awesome. And then, yeah, and just and then I spent the rest of the day uh, before the show just chilling out. Um, what in, day was it? It was Friday. Chilling uh, out in one of the, like, the, the nearby uh, plazas right outside of Fox News. Hoping yeah. to run into JBL, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you Just probably kidding. said that really with your uh, <laughs> JBL figure. With the, now no. that the action figures are cool again. And, and before that, we actually we were uh, we were walking around. We went to uh, Rockefeller Center. Okay. Just walking around, roaming around, and uh, came across. Uh, I almost said Weird Al. <laughs> came across Al Roker doing the weather live. So nice. I, th- I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, excellent. Yeah. He gave, us, he gave us the old head nod. Nice. Gave you the, the brother nod. Yeah. Might have given an eye roll, too. I don't know. I tried to get his attention. I'm like, hey, hey, I'm a wrestling fan. <laughs> you did that thing once. Awesome. Yeah. He ignored me. Yeah. But that's all right. You're, you're cool. cool, Al. It's cool, Al, not weird, Al. <laughs> yeah. That's cool, it. Al Roker. 
All right. Hey, folks, I'm the weather guy. There you go. Cool Al Roker. But yeah, that was uh, my highlight of the week, I guess you would say. How about no, cre- uh, no crushing happy hour? No, no happy hour. All right, cool. I feel like there's something else I did, but I just I don't remember. Yeah, like two weeks ago, well, like when I forgot about that whole floating thing that I did. You know, I oh, remember yeah. right but, before Monday Night Raw. But you did tell us that. I did. I did tell you about that. I told you right before, like Monday Night Raw. Uh, are you trying to sig- signal me? No. Oh. We, still, we have, have pay per view talk about. <laughs> I was how, so how confused. My week is. I was so confused. I did. Ask, did I not ask you how your week was? Man, I thought I was the one that did copious amounts of recreational drugs in college. <laughs> I have yeah. not touched a drug ever. Yeah, absolutely. I could I, swear I asked you how your week was, and then you went no. back into asking me if I crushed happy hour. No, you were about to. You were like, so, uh, nope, haven't done that. Oh. But um, I haven't been here in two weeks, but uh, life has been extremely busy. Uh, now that September rolls around, we're in the full swing of uh, the school year. So Jordan started kindergarten, and he's doing awesome at that. Um, my daughter started preschool, um, and it looks like I've re-enrolled in preschool because she's not going to let me leave. So I'm bribing her with a lollipop tomorrow, and it, hopefully it works so I get to leave. As in you've been going to school? No. Like, when Jordan was in, like, the twos class of his preschool, he wouldn't let me leave because he had, like, separation anxiety issues. So I had to be there the entire year for the twos. And luckily, my mother-in-law's teacher in the threes, so I got to leave then. And then the fours, he was better. So it looks like Maddie's uh, barking up the same tree. So I'm gonna have, they're gonna put my uh, my picture on a cubby, and I'm gonna have my own cubby in the uh, cubby room. It's gonna be fantastic. Uh, but no, but not not even that too. I got a new job that I started a couple weeks ago, which is awesome. I film high school sports now for a great company. Um, so I have been very busy weekdays, weekends, filming football, filming soccer. I filmed a volleyball game the other day, which was so much fun to film. Um. And it was great. It's so and like recently I haven't been working Saturday nights at the the restaurant thing. And it's been really, really nice because I've been just filming stuff and being creative. And I have my other jobs that I've been doing. And it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of stress because I've been all over the place and spreading myself very thin, which is why, like, I've been on this podcast for the past couple weeks because I've been just burnt out on life. But. Now that we're to kind of starting to get into the swing of things, you know, it's been uh, it's been good. So I have tonight off. I have to go film a soccer game tomorrow, and then uh, and that's that. Um, I didn't do anything else fun, or exciting. Have Have you crushed happy hour? <laughs> no, no happy hours for me. <laughs> any Any uh, upcoming plans to go like apple picking or anything? Pumpkin picking? Tis the season. This <laughs> I is know. The, this is the last episode of the suburb. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. The twenty—that's uh, Friday, right? Uh, I don't know if it's actually on Friday or no, like the, the, uh, the fall solstice. Yeah, autumn solstice, whatever. Um, no, because it's on. This, it's Saturday. Like Sundays is usually family day here, but this Sunday coming up, I'm working at the restaurant, and then the Sunday after we're going to Harry Potter, and then the Sunday after that we have something. I don't know. I'm probably going to pick up a couple of I, – I did like peewee football. I shot a couple of peewee football games the other day. I filmed a couple of peewee football games the other day. Um, and and I, actually, funny story about that too, um, which was crazy. And I have a market on over the week because of that. Um, and then maybe like mid-October, but, but that's like pumpkin picking time. Like apple picking time is like now because if you get there mid-October, mid-October it's like – All the there's no apples are left. gone. 
Yeah, all the good ones are gone. So, um, when you uh, go when you go to uh, Broadway shows, do you buy merch or no? Certain things I do. Certain things I don't. Like for this, um, would you buy like a poster or no? Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big poster person. Uh, I probably buy a shirt or something like that, or maybe uh, you know a wand. Oh. oh. Do you not already own a wand? Or? I do. I have a. I have a. Yeah, we have one. I wonder if they sell ones. Uh, wands hope, at Broadway yeah. shows. It's a Harry Potter thing. You yeah. might as well. Have you Have you read this already or no? What the? I don't know what to call it. Not like not the okay. script, but because like, they released it as like a, as the next a book? book or whatever. Rachel read it. I didn't read. It. I'm not a bit. I'm not a big reader. Mm. I know Harry Potter from the movies and stuff like that, but that's all I have. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's getting great reviews, so yeah, yeah, it's 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 gonna be fun. Rachel wants to drive into the city that day. I'm like, let's just take a train. She's like, eleven o'clock on the train. I'm like, uh, eleven o'clock on the train, the best. Um, uh, eleven p.m. p.m. Yeah, and it's on a Saturday. Sunday. Sunday? Yeah. Is there a pay per view? Uh, Sunday the thirtieth. The thirtieth of October. Uh, September. No. All right, cool. The All next right. event is uh, Super Showdown. Okay, and that's like a Friday. October. Yeah, that's well, it's Saturday, October the sixth. Crown Jewels. What a terrible name for a pay per view. <sighs> Why isn't Val Venus on the poster going? <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's like it's it's a tournament. I think that's cool. I like that. I think that's cool. The main event I think is terrible, but regardless, that's one, two. ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingNet. One more thing, and then let's talk about the pay-per-view that just happened. So remember a couple, like, about a month ago? My bird just wants to be on the podcast right now. Man, come on. Um, let, let's have him, let him have his minute, folks. He's done. Um, so remember a couple weeks ago when I talked about, like, how apparently there was somebody in my backyard, and yeah. then... So... Apparently, last night, there was somebody in my neighbor's back. No, what the hell? Don't tell me that. No. Why? What the? No. So, apparently, at 2.15 in the morning, because I have cameras all around my house now, because I'm a psychopath, there was motion on the side of my house on one of the cameras. I look at it, and it's a police officer with a mag light in his hand trying to get into my backyard. So then I go to my front cameras, and there's, like, cop cars in front of my house. There's a bunch of cop cars in front of my house. So I text message my neighbor in the morning. I'm like, hey, man, listen, you know, there was a – looked like a police officer on the side of my house at 2.15 in the morning. There's cop cars in front of my house. What's going on? Is everybody okay over by you? He calls me. He goes, so my tenant, the same one that told me that there was somebody in my backyard, apparently saw somebody in our backyard and they were trying to get into their entrance and he called the cops and about eight cop cars showed up in front of my house last night. Wait, tried to get into your backyard? No, tried to get their... into his, their entrance. Like where their apartment is, but apparently Dude, that's so freaky. But no, but here's the thing, my my neighbor who owns the house went back and checked all the cameras because he has cameras like all the way in the back. Nothing, absolutely nothing. Come on, no, swear to God. And apparently the the tenant had video evidence of this, and he showed the cops, and the cops were like, "Yeah, that's absolutely nothing." What do you mean? What was the what was the video? I don't know. I don't really care. 
but like me and my me and my neighbor had a good chuckle about it. He goes, he goes, I don't know what he's on, but he's so paranoid about everything these days. I'm like, yep. I'm like, and I looked over all my cameras in the backyard and the side and everything like that. And the only thing I have is a cop trying to get into my backyard, but it's padlocked. So, dude, that's Crazy. freaky. What if it's like honestly, like what if it's a ghost? Do ghosts exist? I don't believe in ghosts. Well, it doesn't matter if you don't believe in a ghost. If a ghost is real, it's real. Maybe it was a ghost. I don't know. Maybe this place is haunted. Dude, that's freaky. Yeah, I, I don't think it was freaky. It was just like, I A, I'm amazed that I, I slept through it. Because I went to bed last night at like 1 o'clock because I was, I had a, I, there'll be a shameless plug for this later on in the show. But I was doing some work and I got, I finished at like 1230. I'm like, I'm still awake, so let me sit in bed and play my Switch. So I started playing Switch, and then I remembered, oh, man, they just released the Nintendo uh, Online. Maybe I should get that now at 1 o'clock in the morning. And what is, what is had... Nintendo Online? So what they're doing now, like, you're going to be able to play Mario Kart and Splatoon, and, like, once Super Smash, Smash Bros. Ultimate comes out, you're going to be able to play all those online. I'm assuming once WWE 2K19 comes out in, like, June, you'll be able to get that online, too. No, they, I don't think they had, uh, I don't think they said the Switch is coming, uh, or 2K19's coming for the Switch. All right, good, because the last one was a dud. Did you, uh, uh, did you see the unfortunate reason as to why Mario Kart was trending? <laughs> Did you see the memes of why that of the? Yeah. Oh, dude, so good, so good. Um, I'd be like, but, screw you! How dare you describe that like that? I know. How dare you? Really... Like, like if I was Nintendo, I'd be like, no, you're not. Or no, screw you, Nintendo. Or Nintendo could swerve it to turn into the skid and play this off as one of the best trolls ever. But you know, they'll pro- Nintendo will probably get a trade tariff against them. Like, I, I was sitting there, like, looking at Twitter. I'm like, oh, Toad is trending. Oh, Mario Kart's trending. I'm like, oh, watch. It'll be, like, something where they killed off Toad, and Toad's not going to be in the next Mario Kart. <laughs> and I would be so dip- – I love Toad. Yeah. Um, but they're releasing, like, all old-school Nintendo and Super NES and, and Nintendo 64 games for this Nintendo Online platform. So they released 20 games at launch. One of them is the original pro wrestling game. With Starman. Yeah. You know, a winner is you and stuff like that. And, like, Mario's on there and Zelda. So, like, I told Rachel, like, you know, the Nintendo NES Classic that you made me look out for four months to find is now obsolete because I could just get it on the Switch. You know, they have the so, uh, the mini PS1 coming out now, too. I, they're just, everybody's just, it's, come on. Everything's just, they're just going to be streaming through a service. It's just, those, those systems are so, like, to me, like, that's definition hipster. Oh, it is. Like, I got it just because there was a couple games that she, my wife wanted on it. There was a couple games I wanted on the original Nintendo, but now that I have it on the Switch, I can just play them whenever. Yeah. So, apparently Mario 64 is going to be on it, which is going to be so dope. I'm yeah, so I excited. Never, I never played any of those games. Oh, I'm a big Nintendo. Like, I'm a, like I had PlayStation 3 for a long time, but, like, I'm a Nintendo person at heart. I should have got a Wii U. I didn't get a Wii U. So... I went to the Nintendo store on Friday too. In, uh, I wanted in to store. I wanted to take Jordan there, but he didn't want to go. Really, there was nothing like cool. They were just. I mean, it was cool to see they had the case with the, all the old systems. Oh, nice! But other than that, it's like, eh. There was just like a workshop. People sitting at a table playing with the cardboard. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, with the the Labo. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Like the, Nintendo's like, hey, let's give. Let's make people pay for cardboard. 
I, I, I like it. I want I eventually want to get it, but I've got other things. I had to buy. You go to so, Stop and Shop, mate. Excuse me. You got any extra cardboard? <laughs> <laughs> well, for the, for the then you can use your imagination. So for the new job, like I have to, you know, I bring my camera everywhere, and my viewfinder on my camera is pretty small. So I bought an external monitor off of Amazon. I got it. It worked great. I bring it on the shoot. The thing dies first day. I'm like, oh no, I have to use a small viewfinder. So I return it to Amazon. I buy the same one again. I use it. I try to use it. When did I use it? I'm trying to say. Uh, um, Sunday. Sunday morning, I tried to use it. I pop it in. All of a sudden, same one dies out again. So I call Amazon. I return everything, return the batteries, everything like that. Um, so today, I just got my third different brand monitor that I'm going to use tomorrow for the soccer game that I'm filming. And we'll see if it works. I hope it does because I'm sick of squinting. And it's all from Amazon? Yeah, all from Amazon. Have they so like, think... given you any credit for that? Or... Oh, they're giving me all my money back. Okay. Every time I return it, I'm like, yep, it's, it's busted. Okay, we'll just give you your money back. So the uh, transactions on my credit card statement are ridiculous. Let me stop talking about my real life. Let's start talking about fake life, scripted life. Um, we had a big pay-per-view. Hell in a cell. Uh, let's just get it out of the way first. The Red Cell. What? Like, I don't know if you saw my tweet, Brandon, but the Franks Red Hot, like, sponsor the cell now. Yeah, well, it's they like, put that. <laughs> bright red now. It's so weird. I mean, I get it. They're trying to. Like maybe maybe it's like hell themed. Yeah. But. Strange. I, like, I don't, I don't mind it. Um, hilarious. Bravo, WWE, contributing. Uh, unless you're allowed to change the cell colors in 2K19. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, of course, they changed something right before the game was released, right? Yeah. But uh, I think I think they would have been better off if they painted it uh, a little darker red. Yeah, it was like, honestly, it was Frank's red hot red. It, it was like, I saw somebody say, like, oh, do we have to watch Hell in a Cell in Noggle Vision? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that stuff from Nickelodeon? Yes, I do remember that stuff. Oh, but but it, uh, I, I, I don't have a problem with it. I, it. It's like, it reminds me of, of TNA, but... Oh, that thing. Yeah, that. what was that thing called? Because we spoke about that recently, too. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it's called. The Escape the Cage thing where, like... And there was that Monday night, the live thing that they had against Raw where we all went to, like, Dave's house to watch it and Jeff Hardy came back was just, like, randomly sitting on top of the cage. Do you remember that? I don't. Oh, wow. I, I definitely, I wasn't there for that. <laughs> I don't think I was there for that. But, yeah, you started off your uh, pre-show with the uh, New Day, defeating Rusev Day of Aiden English and Rusev on the pre-show. Such a shame. I mean, I mean, the, the New Day are doing great things again, and, you know, also, I'm about how, how do you have an event in San Antonio, Texas, and not have Shawn Michaels there? Because he's in Florida now. Yeah, but like, you still, you show up, you you plug the next event. You don't have yeah, to just save it for Raw. No, man. He yeah, could show up to the AT&T Center. Oh, really? I mean, I'm saying, like, he could. I don't think he wants to, though. Well, I don't think WWE scripts it properly anymore. All right, Mark. Anyway, then you had your your real show... Start off with, what was it? Randy Orton 
defeating Jeff Hardy in a Hell in a Cell match. Um, I like this match, actually, a lot. <sighs> I know. It, it, like, it's, first of all, I know, it started, I know off, exactly, it started off very slow. And I know exactly what spot mm-hmm. you were talking about with the screwdriver in his oh, ear. Oh, actually, no, that wasn't the spot, but thanks for reminding me. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, no problem. It's so about gross. That. I, I don't. I Dude, just, it was no. I don't. Actually, get like it. I, I was, I was sitting there and I was like, man, it's like, I was like, he's gonna rip his ear off. I'm like, I'm like, has Randy Orton been watching like Cage uh, Tournament of Deaths recently? And I was watching it, and Rachel and Jordan were in the room, and oh, Jordan was like freaking out because he thought he was like he saw him like pulling at his ear. He's like, Dad, I don't like that. He like jumped towards me. I'm like. It's going to be over in a minute. I told him, like, Jeff Hardy's not going to let him do this. He's going to beat him up. And then Jeff Hardy got out of it. Dude, I really thought he was going to rip the earlobe. I I don't think he was. It's a PG product. They're not going to do that. I thought the match itself was good. I liked the ending. But Rachel was like, oh, he's really hurt. I'm like, nope, they're not throwing up the X. Dude. Okay, I I thought the the ending was so stupid. I really thought the ending was very dumb. It, it reminded me. It reminded me of Sabu versus Rey Mysterio from One Night Stand, where they couldn't have the the world heavyweight champion lose, and they but couldn't that have was legit- Sabu no, lose. That was legitimate, though. What no? was? No, that was not legitimate. Really? No. No, they because Rey Mysterio was champion at the time. You can't have him lose to Sabu. Yeah, I I don't know. That was a pretty hard. Spike, uh, uh, no, I, I think I think that was scripted to be like that, and I thought I really I really hated that ending. Jeff Hardy hesitated way too long, made him look dumb. Well, and the camera angles, the, yep. the camera angle, didn't yeah, help camera either. angle, big time. So but like, but that that spot where he, but hit, that's a part of a live show. It's like, oh my god, Jeff Hardy swinging, was, and then all of a sudden, like, if you got that lower camera angle, and you saw Randy Orton turning off while he was about while he was letting go. It would have been a different story. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I didn't like it. He's fallen from way higher, and all of a sudden he can't take that? Come on. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, but, it was a pretty, he felt like face first to the table. It's not like he felt like stomach first. But the, the absolute worst part of that match, aside from the ear thing, was Randy Orton getting the swanton with the steel chair on him, and the steel chair breaking completely ripping open ripping open his leg and having a huge chunk of his leg flap just hanging off. Yeah, oh, and the camera great. has the audacity to zoom into that while I'm watching the pay-per-view. Yeah, while I'm sitting over here. Oh my god, that was one of the worst things. Uh, this this feud is one of the worst things I continuously <laughs> see. I don't want to see it. And this is why Brandon <laughs> doesn't watch death matches, ladies Dude, and gentlemen. It was awful. That was terrible. Well, you know what wasn't terrible? The next match, Becky Lynch is your new SmackDown Women's Champion. Yeah. Picking up the victory in pure Dave fashion like uh, over Charlotte Flair. It's been like I two was... years since she's been champion. Thank God she was champion. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was a good match. They were apparently taking away uh, uh, anti-Charlotte signs and pro-Becky signs. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, which is a little ridiculous. Well, you got to get that on film next time. What, them taking the signs? Yeah. But remember, do you remember a fan brought a marking out sign and got that confiscated? I Where did I see that recently? I think I saw it on my Facebook feed. I think it might have been. 
like at this yeah. day in history. Yeah, recent, like recently. Yeah, like yesterday or two days ago. But yeah, so uh, the next match to take place was for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Ziggler McIntyre uh, defeated Ambrose and Seth Rollins. I-, I think Shield was like a lock to win, so I'm so thankful. Yeah, and you know what? It's like after this match, it's like you knew that Roman Reigns was probably gonna keep his title. Because you weren't honestly whether or not Ambrose and Rollins won this, I thought Reigns was gonna kind of keep the title. But Ambrose and Rollins, like they they could have held every single title in WWE. Yeah, but I I think on Raw at least Shields kind of over that. But we'll see. I don't know. They might still be in this in the running. We'll see. You never, never, ever know. Yawn. On to the next match, you had AJ Styles defeating Samoa Joe. Ugh, they aired that stupid bedtime story before this match, too. Again, the Halloween thing was so stupid. No. I don't don't think this feud is living up to what it should have been. What else are you going to put? What else are you going to put with that? Who else are you going to put with AJ Styles? No, but like, there was so much. I think they're slowly but surely waiting for, what is it, Super Showdown, where it's Daniel Bryan versus The Miz, and Daniel Bryan wins, and then it's going to be Daniel Bryan versus AJ, and then the marks rejoice. Yeah, but while here we have, they got a rematch, because Samoa Joe, at the same time, AJ Styles, they did this the same finish from uh, Kyrie Sane and, and Shayna Baszler, except uh, Kyrie Sane didn't tap out on the three count. Yeah. AJ Styles tapped out, referee didn't see it. Still your champion. The dust, the dusty finish, right? I guess. I don't know. So it's like, will Samoa Joe win the title in Australia, or will we see Miz versus AJ Styles, or Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles, yeah. or Daniel Bryan versus Joe, or Miz versus Joe, or a four way, or a four way match? Time will tell. So maybe they'll save it for what a terrible damn crown jewels. Up next was literally the, I think the worst match of the night. For me, the, with the Miz and Maurice defeating Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella, yeah, and, uh, this, what kind of what kind of match was it? Uh, it wasn't. It was a mixed tag match. You and Dave. <laughs> it, was, it was. I'm not saying that if I don't have to say it. No, you have to say it's it. It's just a mixed tag match. It's not for the event. It's it's okay. not a, a said mixed match challenge. It is a mixed match challenge. But I, I just I thought this 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 match just for me did not work at all. I was no, very, I was I don't know. I was very disappointed by it. Why why were you disappointed by this, Brandon? Please tell us in full detail. I'm not giving in full detail. It's just like it, I don't know. It's like you watch a wrestling match and something feels off, something feels off. Even the ending was like like Maurice it just nothing worked. I don't know who to put like blame on or anything, but I'm hoping like we see something like this again and it'll be much better. So, so all right. Up next for the WWE Raw Women's Championship, you had champion Ronda Rousey defeating the challenger Alexa Bliss. Did expected. You, did you completely think, expected? Did you think maybe Alexa Bliss had a shot? Maybe. What was that? I'm sorry. I said, do you think Alexa Bliss had a shot? No, not at all. 
I, Rod Razzi, I really... Rod Razzi's gonna ride this uh, this this wave. She's gonna get her surfboard all waxed up and ride it all the way to this, uh, headlining uh, WrestleMania. <laughs> she made a surfer reference when she paints her face like Surfer Sting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a man called Sting. I I really. You hear Rich Swan sing that? No. Oh, I gotta find it for you. It's spect. He's just spectacular, Rich Swan. I, I didn't like this match either. It's like sometimes Rousey's like really good, and then sometimes it's just like pure trash. Like she she has cool transitions in her moves and stuff, but like just her pandering to the crowd, it just comes off very backyardish. Okay. Like I don't know if like you notice that, but like when she's like, "Oh hey, do you want me to do this?" Move? I love I love that. I I'm sorry. I love that. Well, you have a backyard background. <laughs> right um no but it's just like it's just her establishing her dominance dude it's just i it's so bad there's a story i forget what on what podcast i was listening to of luke gallows or whatever his name his name is luke gallows yeah big lg whatever he is he was just like he's like yeah he goes he's like yeah one of my like first backyard days i was trying to set up the, the match with the guy and he goes oh yeah I'm going to – we'll just call the ring. He's like – and the guy beats me up and he just looks at the crowd and goes, who wants to see a suplex? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's calling everything in the ring and that's why I love it. But still, it's just like – So it's Ron, wait. It's so Ron in, Rousey establishing in, her dominance over Alexa Bliss when she's just sitting no. there beating the whole – every holy hell out of her and just be like, oh, hey guys, what do you want to see now? You want to see uh, Tope Cone Hilo through the middle rope? All right, good. Let's do that. Dude, I um, hate it. You're you're liking it for comedic purposes, though, no? No, I'm like I'm liking it for the fact, that, hey, yes, a, a little bit comedic purposes, but also of Ronda Rousey establishing her dominance over the women's division because she's just man manhandling, women handling, whatever it is. Regardless, that's three pro wrestling slash marking out. She's just establishing her dominance because she can do stuff like that. I that's why I like it. I just don't get it. I, I thought Bliss had a shot here at one point. Well, apparently she hurt her arm and she's out of the uh, that thing that she does on Tuesday night. Is, is she out of the full contest or? Yeah, because she's been taken over by a uh, Ember Moon in the. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know if she's actually. <laughs> I don't know if she's actually out of for the full competition or not. No, I think she's out because they replaced her with Ember Moon in the. Yeah, but that, but she might just be out for like. Thing she's supposed to be in week. called. The, the mixed match. That was so terrible. Yeah, well, I gotta save my throat for the. I know, but I thought no, my throat not. hurts. Yeah, I don't want to speak about the mixed match challenge because my Facebook watch doesn't work sometimes, and I couldn't watch it at all this week. Oh no, so sad. It anyway, just, it's annoying. I hate Facebook Watch. I hate that it's on Facebook. I hate that it's not on the network. Yeah, but don't doesn't it like re? hash on the network like a, like a day or so later i think it might be like next week maybe i tried looking for it today i, I couldn't find it so yeah. but uh, yeah uh, the main uh, event yeah the hell in a cell match for the wwe universal championship mick foley as a special guest referee was uh it made little to no sense isn't it like almost like 25 years to the day 20 20 yeah Maybe that's the only reason why. um well, but just like even the setup like last week i was telling dave like he worked a segment to introduce the fact that he's going to be the special guest referee with Elias, who has no involvement with this match. Like, he didn't do anything with Braun and, and Reigns. They're like, nothing told the story like, oh, Mick Foley should obviously be the referee for this match. 
but uh, but this was Braun Strowman's Money in the Bank cash in, uh, which I've said it from the start. There's like he did not need this. He could have gotten to this match in another form. Yeah, I know, but it's like let's say, like I mean the match itself was okay, but then like it. The match was ruined. It was completely it, it, ruined at the end with Brock Lesnar coming out and ripping it, off the, the cage door. And it's like, it's like no one wants to see Brock. Like, I mean, me personally. Dude. I don't, I don't want to see Brock Lesnar anymore. Those fans we cheered Lesnar. They cheered him. They like As if they forgot like three weeks ago when they were booing him to leave. Like, we don't want to see Lesnar now. Oh, my God. Lesnar's here. Woo. Let's cheer. No. Don't do that. Like, was it completely unexpected? Sure. Was it hilarious? <laughs> I think so. But it just, it like pisses me off that WWE touts like, oh, it's the Hell in a Cell. Nobody can get in. Nobody can get out. It's like, we're not stupid. We've seen, and, and then they have the audacity to post an article on WWE.com saying, here's a list of cell invaders. And it was a full list of people who have been in and out of the cell. As if to say like, oh yes, nobody can get in. Nobody can get out once they're there. That's so stupid. But I think the real MVPs of this pay-per-view, Ziggler, McIntyre, Ambrose, and, and Rollins. Yeah, because they really added that nice little uh, also, scuffle on the outside. Absolutely stupid at the same time. Because you have a monster in Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns is the big dog. They were out for like 10 minutes. Out. Not doing anything in the ring while the shield and the dogs of war were up on the, the cell fighting. I thought that was so stupid. Yeah. Like, you can't actually expect me to believe that Braun Strowman, who flipped a semi-truck, an ambulance, and a car, couldn't get through the, the Raw roster when he did, and then now was just laying there, doing nothing, passed out. Tired, and then yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't know, but and then Lesnar comes out, ruins everything. Yeah, he really did. Honestly, like I, I fell asleep and I woke up and I looked at my Instagram and I just see Brock Lesnar. I'm like, well, I don't have to watch that now. Like aside from them yeah, being like... out for like the ten minutes that they were when when they were all battling around the cage, I was enjoying the match. And then as soon as Lesnar's music hit, I was like, no, no way. And then, and then it ends in a no contest. And I'm like, oh my god. What the hell? That was absolutely yeah, absurd. Yeah, it, it just like, yeah, it was, and like he wasn't even in like full gimmick. He didn't have a suplex city shirt. He's just wearing this black shirt, which just makes me think they're just kind of like paying him, paying Brock Lesnar his money to go. I mean, they've already announced it. I don't really care if we, we skip it or whatever. It's, it's Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns at uh, Crown Jewels. <laughs> That's when they, you uh, insert the, 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 the sound clip from Eight Crazy Nights of the of the deer. What? That when, when he Didn't says, oh, you've never seen Eight Crazy Nights? It's a really good uh, movie. Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights, the cartoon. One of the eight million movies he has on Netflix. No, it's not a Netflix movie. It's uh, it all, from two thousand, maybe from nineteen ninety nine. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know, I know. But the that but, they, um, one of the things was. I mean, the, maybe you shouldn't maybe you shouldn't start that clip uh, into the beginning of the show. 
Nah, I probably can't even find it. But it's like the the one point in the uh, song. Wait, there's like a the, will, there's a way. The 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 jewels get licked by six frisky deer is the line in the song. <laughs> so then they, uh, would, they then the deers the deer would laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so maybe they're just going to pay him a, a buttload of money just to come in for this one match because they know he's going to fail a drug test for the uh, UFC. <laughs> I... Who knows? No one knows. All right. Let's, let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. I mean, that pay-per-view was just like, meh. It, it was what it was, and I think it was just like a placeholder for them to get to Saudi Arabia and Australia and all that stuff. I mean, that's why I don't want to be like, oh, solid pay-per-view. Yeah, I mean, it was no, it, it wasn't. It like, wasn't a solid pay-per-view. I had high hopes. So I'm like, oh, I'll give it a shot. Obviously, I'll always give it a shot. And I like that's what I said. Like Jeff Hardy versus Jeff uh, versus Jeff Hardy <laughs> versus Jeff Randy Orton. Hardy. Jeff Hardy versus Jeff Hardy makes no sense. But Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton makes no sense, especially that it's inside of a Hell in a Cell. But I'm I was like I was like okay, I'm sure it'll be a, a good match, and it was a decent match until the ending. But overall, the pay per view was just not good. It had its moments. I told you, man. It was, it's a placeholder to get into, you know, Australia and to get into Saudi Arabia, and then whatever else they're going to be doing. But but, but you start off Monday Night Raw uh, with uh, Roman Reigns. And yeah, calling out. Show, he called Roman out Lesnar. He called yep. out Lesnar. Lesnar didn't show up. It was Strowman. And, and then and then the general manager Baron Corbin came out and announced that crown jewel gimmick. Yeah. Triple threat. Paul Heyman came out with the door from the Hell in a Cell. And uh, basically alluded to Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns working together to screw Lesnar out of the title. But that's what they should do. They should set up like a triple, quadruple stack of tables and just slam it through all of them. Honestly, yeah. though, part of me wishes Brock Lesnar <laughs> would win the, the title again just so... If, if Brock Lesnar wins the Universal title again, I quit. But as, like the as, only the only reason why I I kind of want that is because when he was champion, the Intercontinental Championship meant so much. And I know, but it still, nothing. it's like they hyped up this Universal title, and when it came in, they had this incredible match that started off between who what was it Seth Rollins and. And uh, Finn Balor at SummerSlam. When yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, and then, you know, and then Kevin Owens had this unbelievable run with it due to the unfortunate circumstances of Finn Balor. And then Brock Lesnar comes in, and then, like, they give it to Goldberg, which, I mean, in and of itself, that was, I, I, I thought it was a good thing. And then Brock Lesnar just takes it and just doesn't defend it. It's just, it just goes away. It just ruined everything for yeah. it. It's like you want to take it back and you want to build it up as it was. And as much as everybody ranks on Roman Reigns, he was doing he's doing a good job with it, you know. Oh, I'm a hundred percent fine with Reigns as champion, and I do think he's doing great with it. But it's like I don't want to see it leave my TV again. You know, I, I just like, I just want more for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, I know you do. Um, it's because they these... were they were killing it. They were absolutely they were... killing it. All those matches were killing it. But uh, Baron Corbin announced that uh, he's going to be facing Roman Reigns for the championship in the main event of Monday Night Raw. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. First match of the evening saw Drew McIntyre defeating Dean Ambrose. Kind of feel like Dean Ambrose lost a lot of steam since he came back. 
Yeah, I mean, he's just become like a part of the shield. Yeah, I like. It was nice to like not have the shield. It still was super weird. It, that the oh, shield it was great. It was great. It was great. You know, it, it was nice not to have the shield. The, the shield reunion was good. Yeah, but I just feel like Ambrose lost a lot of steam. I, I don't think enough has changed. Like he, I think I don't know if it was on the pay per view or or in this match where Ambrose had like the the um, oh what move is it the the clover leaf locked in. Yeah, okay. They're like, oh my god, when has Dean Ambrose ever done this? And I'm like, I could swear I've seen Dean Ambrose do that multiple times. So. But, yeah, so McIntyre won. And uh, later backstage after this match, Baron Corbin tried to convince Dolph Ziggler to uh, invoke his rematch clause for the Intercontinental Championship. And said uh, Seth Rollins wasn't even there. So if he doesn't show up, he's getting counted out and automatically going to win the the title. So Ziggler accepted. Well. Next match after that, we saw Chad Gable. Your Lord and Savior. Taking on and defeating Victor of the Ascension. Which I thought this match was great. It's it's it was a great. Variety. I liked I liked I liked the promo beforehand. It was it was fun. It's variety that we haven't seen on Monday Night Raw in a while. Yeah. Um, at some points I thought Victor was going to actually win. I'm I'm hoping there's like a time and, and place for the Ascension to win in this feud. I know after this match, uh, Connor attacked Bobby Roode and, and Gable. So. I think it's a good thing for for Gable. I think it's a good thing for the Ascension. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Mid card uh, funness, and you needed that before uh, the next big thing. I mean, Seth Rollins showed up. He was facing. Uh, he he said that Dolph Ziggler invoked his rematch clause. Seth Rollins accepted, but the big thing after this was the Undertaker. Undertaker came out. Said uh, Triple H is uh, the game now in the boardroom, and he's going to make Triple H rest in peace. Uh, and then he also made mention, which I thought was hilarious, because I tweeted out saying that Undertaker should announce Kane to be in his corner. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. I marked hard for that. And then, but did you see my tweet? Or no. no, I didn't see your tweet. Yeah, I tweeted out. I was like, Oh, Kane. no, I did. It was like right before it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, he has Shawn Michaels in his corner. I'm going to have my brother Kane in my corner. I was like, what? That's hilarious. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Big, I'm baby, fine. big there's, baby Glenn. There's apparently rumors now that it's going to turn into a tag team match between DX and Brothers of Destruction. I, I don't nope. want to see I don't that. Think it's- no, it's not gonna happen. I really hope that doesn't happen. Like, no offense, Australia. Like, if I was there for it, I'd be all for Is it. Is TM six one booked? Uh, not yet. Is they gonna win the NXT tag titles just randomly? I don't think so. Damn. All right. Fine. Up next, you had Bailey defeating Dana Brooke. A uh, very unfortunate loss for Dana Brooke, making her look dumb. Who's now? Who's yeah? And, and she's not with Titus Worldwide anymore. Making her dumb for uh, making her look dumb, I should say, for leaving Titus Worldwide, uh, because it makes no sense. It, it makes no sense for her to have to have even lost this match. Yeah. Like, what was the point of that? Like, oh, I you guys are arguing, you guys are are making me not able to win matches. 
And then she goes ahead and loses her match. Yeah. Unfortunate, but I thought it was a I thought it was a solid match. Dana Brooke looked well in it. Yeah. And the nice little uh, intro with all the uh, Connors Cure uh, kids. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little disappointed in the, in the Bailey news that was announced today. What was that? Uh, the fact that they announced Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Finn Balor for New York Comic Con on Thursday. Oh, sh- on Thursday? Mm-hmm. What time? Um, I think it's like all day. But what's disappointing? Really? What, are they signing or are they? They're signing and taking pictures, but the pictures are only professional pictures, which means they're sixty dollars a picture, and the autographs are fifty dollars each, which just sucks. That's one hundred and ten dollars for a picture and autograph, and that's two separate lines you'd have to wait on, I believe, because one thing is just pictures and one thing is just autographs. Listen, we're press, brother. It's fine. But that, it, I mean, dude, that sucks that it's one hundred and ten each. That's uh, listen. I'll I'll get in. We'll get in there. It's fine. Well, I mean, you're not going on Thursday. Well, now that I'll go on Thursday. For what reason? To you're gonna pay that money? I'm not paying any money, brother. I'm press. Y- y- no, but paying money to to meet them. Oh no! I'll just I'll I'll talk to the the higher ups of WWE and be like, hey, listen, mm, we're a wrestling sure podcast, and they'll say that'll work, and, and, and yeah, and then they'll say again, we don't put our superstars on wrestling podcasts, whatever his name is, Jerkface McGee. Let's burn all bridges, right? <laughs> it sucks, if, dude. If it was like thirty bucks or something cheaper, I would have gone and gotten a Bailey autograph because I have that. You get a Funko Pop. Though. Get a what Funko Pop? Yeah. No, I have the. Uh, the NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 1 attire. Bailey figure. Oh, did you do? I, uh, it's funny. I'm wearing a Finn Balor shirt right now. Mm. And, of, and it's it's we, super, super... Brandon. Wait, I was going to say, though, super rare that, that like actual current WWE superstars are announced for this. I don't know if I told yeah. you Godfather is going to be there all four days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Awesome. All right. All right, I know what we're doing Friday. But yeah, what t-shirts, t-shirts what? What t-shirts have you purchased recently? I have not. I, I've been contemplating getting the, the new Undertaker and HBK shirts, but I just haven't okay. done so yet. All right. Cool. I got that uh, Chris Jericho Judas the Blackcraft shirt that he wore at uh, All In. Oh, from – is that Pro Wrestling Tees or – it's hot topic. Oh, hot it's a black. It's a black. Yeah, it's a black shirt. I almost ordered the uh, the USA uh, lion logo for New okay. Japan because Pro Wrestling Tees randomly oh, ran almost, a forty percent off for New Japan stuff. I almost put a hundred dollar order in yesterday to Pro Wrestling Tees, but I stopped myself. <laughs> Because yeah. I know a couple of people that are having kids and they're having boys, so I was gonna buy them. My buddy, I was gonna buy him. A, I was gonna buy him a Joey Ryan uh, onesie, like the baby onesies that they have. Mm-hmm. And then I was gonna buy the guy duty I work for. He's having a boy, so I was gonna buy him a Macho Man one. And then I was gonna, then I was like, oh, might as well just buy myself a wrestling. Uh, might as pro- well buy major. myself a, a, <laughs> a onesie. I, I'm still. I, I still. <laughs> And then I was going to buy myself that Scott Steiner shirt that I still haven't bought that I still want to buy really badly because it's incredible. Which major? The the baseball one. Okay. And then they released like 18 new uh, things today. And I'm just like, oh, God, come on. They did or Pro Wrestling Tees did? Well, Pro Wrestling Tees just released a bunch of new shirts oh. today. Yeah, I, um, I, I was going to uh, 
I wanted to order that one, but from WWE Shop, I ordered. It's super weird. They have the uh, the NXT Takeover plaques. Okay. With the with a ring mat, which I don't remember seeing in in like a while, but uh, for for whatever reason, Kyrie Sane's is is like seventy bucks as opposed to sixty five. But I had them all in my my WWE Shop cart, and I saw that the one for Velveteen Dream was like sold out. So I like I got nervous, so I went and didn't even wait for a sale and purchase. Oh man, yeah, it's ate me up inside but and, and then and it was weird it wasn't letting me use the the free shipping coupon unless i had something else in my cart and it said like you're like a dollar 99 or whatever away from being able to use this i'm like what what the hell am i ordered for a dollar 99 so i skimmed through it i think they had like a sting mask for a dollar 99 so i have <laughs> a stupid sting mask that i'm trying to now work into cooking with brandon episode eight Oh yeah, that, that you've written? No, it's not. I'm not. It's. I mean, it's in process of it, but I, I just. I don't know if you could think of a sting bit. You got a sting bit? No, but uh, what I do have is the next match on Monday Night Raw was the Authors of Pain defeating Gregory James and Barrett Brown. Typical squash match. Again, what's the end game here? I don't know. I don't get it. Do you un- have what, it? What are your- have it- what are your feelings with uh, Spud? But like, what are you? What are you gonna do now? You gonna have Drake Maverick so handsomely dressed on two hundred five live, and then just come out face. in tackle gear as a face? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe now on two hundred five live, you'll see Token Razor. I mean, Akon Razor sitting in the uh, GM's office with him when these guys try to come in. I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. It, it's strange. I just yeah. But, I don't get the end game. I was just saying that last week with Dave, like. Why take Ellering off the road with them and replace him now with another manager? It just doesn't make sense. Wait, the crossandtees.com slash New Japan. Biggest discount we've ever given. Yeah, they won't 40%. give it ever again. It really is that what they said? They won't give it ever again? <laughs> or is that you <laughs> adding that? No, on the Facebook post. Because 40% really is. Yeah, it's a, a lot off, and I was really heavily contemplated getting the, the lion mark, the USA logo mark, but I was like, eh. There's nothing really that good. I mean, they are. I, I really do want a New Japan logo t-shirt, but... Like, this is going to talk me... Like, see, that's what sucks, dude. L- listening to... Listening to you talk... <laughs> About t-shirts makes me want to buy t-shirts. Listening to the major wrestling figure podcast with Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins makes me want to go out and purchase the figures. And I'm like, I don't yeah, want those... to. Like, I was so close to buying. Uh, Ooh, the villain club hat. Uh, I was. I was close to. Had villain. I was gonna buy the Stomp Series Two Stone Cold and Rock figures, only because those How are much? the first figures that I've ever purchased. They were selling, I think they were going to be like 15 or whatever. But I didn't, I was like, nah, this is stupid. Don't do it, Brandon. <laughs> this was as I was listening to it at like one in the morning when they were discussing everything. I'm like, no, don't do it, you idiot. And then it, like I'm trying to, because Comic-Con, they keep announcing new people. So I'm trying to get another pop, another Power Ranger pop. And uh, it's like, is, is there, what happened to eBay etiquette? It's like you, you put it you put in an offer and people get back to you. 
for the past few Power Ranger pops that I've tried to get, they haven't accepted my offer or done anything with it. Yeah. It's been so long. I'm just waiting for an offer acceptance, and it's not coming. So, I apologize about that. I mean, it has nothing to do with you, but speaking of other things that don't have anything to do with you, Seth Rollins defeated Dolph Ziggler to retain the Intercontinental Championship. Damn good match. Yeah. It's just I hate that they called him a workhorse, and it's like oh. Rollins. Like, yeah, he might no. be a workhorse, but he didn't defend the title at the pay-per-view. A workhorse yeah, would have had two matches. Because it's not booked. They would have had two matches. And what really kind of pisses me off is WWE released that article about uh, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Dolph Ziggler, and The Miz. And how they like help make the IC title great again. But as soon as the <sighs> Shield came I hate in, that. As soon as the Shield came into the picture, it literally, it just, it was meaningless. If, if, it. Faded away. It classified itself as obsolete almost. Do I want to buy a Bullet Club umbrella? No, don't. Why? How, how much money is it's a Bullet 40... Club? Dude, you could get it's an umbrella. Off. How much is the umbrella? It's 34.99. 40% off. It's like 20 bucks almost. Dude. I, I, know. I would say no. Should I just buy the holiday sweatshirt? All right, let's, let's we're we're all over the place tonight. Let's let's try not to make this uh, a three hour podcast again. I would say no, but earlier in the night, uh, Ronda Rousey was backstage with the Bella Twins and Natalia, and God bless her heart, goes, "Hey guys, how do I issue an open challenge?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sick of open challenges. I'm sorry, but dude, how do you, like? I don't know if I'm sick of open challenges, but the fact that she did not know how to op- issue an open challenge was just like, oh no. But for the actual open challenge, Natalia's music hit. And she didn't show up until she was dragged out unconscious by the Riot Squad. I love the Riot Squad, let me tell you. Are you really, they're, they're doing great things. Great yeah. things. And uh, the Riot Squad ended up attacking Rousey. Rousey kind of got the upper hand, but then uh, the Bell Twins made the save. And then they all brawled, etc., etc. Storyline, storyline, storyline. Setting line, up for that thing. Super Smackdown showdown. showdown. Billy, what's his name? Billy, I don't know. Australia. Not Billy King. Austra- there's, a ep- there's, a, there's an episode of Bubble Guppies that they talk about uh, Australia. Oh, I highly okay. recommend you watch it. Is that a children's show? Yeah, it is. Bubble Cuppies. And you recommend it for adults as well? Yeah, it's great. It's my, mine and my wife's favorite episode. I'm not going to start singing the song because it'll get stuck in everybody's head and my voice is a little hoarse right now. And we should talk about more things on uh You know, they got, like Elmo. They got Elmo and stuff and, and Disney and stuff at all the arenas and venues coming up here. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to talk those things. Uh, anyway. Elias. Next up, Elias. He had a. Yeah, uh, he was given his concert, only to be cut off by Leo Rush. Who yeah, then why is, introduced why Leo Bobby Rush? Lashley. I guess they had a backstage yeah. segment the other week, which I, I forgot to mention. And I guess Lashley accepted. But it's. I think it's necessary for Lashley because Lashley does not. It's just he can't talk. 
he can't cut promos. Leo Rush is fantastic on the microphone. Leo Rush is fantastic in the ring. If you've never seen Leo Rush wrestle before, I highly recommend going, going to watch his independent stuff. He had um, a great match with the MJF. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, so Leo Rush uh, was on commentary. And during the match, Kevin Owens came out and kind of, like, intimidated Leo Rush. Leo Rush, like, he chased him down to the ringside area. I, li- I liked this a lot. Doing the coolest evasion moves ever. And, and ended up hitting uh, Elias with the Enziguri to cause the disqualification. Yeah, which I... Oh, I liked it a lot. I was a big fan. Dude, it was such a good thing. And the only, like, the misstep here, I guess, was when Lashley was putting Leo Rush on his shoulders and he almost hit that, that uh, reverse Hurricanrana. Yeah. But, yeah, it was super awesome. At one point, Lashley, I don't even know what move Lashley was going up to the top rope for or the middle rope or whatever, and uh, Elias rocked him with a high knee. It was That was awesome. Yeah. So uh, that was a cool segment. Up after that, you had Ember Moon, who needed to find a partner, I believe, to take on Alicia Fox and Mickey James. And she did. And yeah. Nia Jax. They picked up the victory. Uh, which I don't think Nia Jax got a loud pop. I don't think she got a loud enough pop for her return. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way Alexa Bliss prior to the match was where uh, the way she was speaking about Mickey James and Alicia Fox. Kind of sounded like they were about to introduce uh, women's tag team titles. Really? Because she, she was like cutting the promo. She goes like, oh, like uh, like last night was last night. I didn't win the championship. Now it's time to focus on Alicia Fox and Mickey James, like onto other ventures or whatever. It, it kind of, I don't know. To me, it sounded like they were doing that. But I mean, yeah. Evolution okay. is in, is in a, almost a month. So maybe we'll see something yeah. there. Yeah, maybe we'll see a tournament that night. You never know. Uh, I don't know if we'll see a tournament there, but... No, or leading up to it. Uh, Main event, we saw Roman Reigns defeat Baron Corbin, which uh, from the start, I I thought Baron Corbin should have banned the shield from ringside and made it a no-disqualification match. Screwed himself there. Baron screwed Baron. Uh, Yes, he did. Because at one point, he caused himself to get disqualified. Then he restarted the match as a no-DQ match. You had Braun Strowman ringside, kind of making a distraction. Uh, You had The Shield come out after Ziggler and McIntyre ran out. But they all brawled, and Roman Reigns hit hit, uh, Baron Corbin with the spear to win. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. No no Brock Lesnar. Of, of course, because you're not going to see him until Australia, whatever, whatever you're going to do, Crown Jewels. Australia. Oh, yeah, not even Australia. That's what I thought they were going to announce, but no. That's, I think, what is that, November 2nd yeah, or no. something? I don't want to watch that. Yeah, but it's going to be on the but, network, but that, too. That, 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 yeah, but that's that six uh, thing. Six-man match. It's uh, Braun Strowman and uh, the uh, whatever it is. Oh, yeah, the Dogs of War. Yeah. Take it on the Shield. But, the Shield. They're, they're called the Dogs of War versus the Shield? Mm-hmm. Well, Baron... Oh, I mean, not so Baron Corbin. Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, and Dolph Ziggler are the, the Dogs of War. Wow, oh, what a lame name. Sorry. Uh, moving on to SmackDown. Miz started with uh, Miz TV, and they advertised a very special guest 
And if you were dumb enough to think it wasn't going to be anyone but Maurice, that's on you. But, uh, yeah, she she basically said that this was going to be her last night on SmackDown. And then Daniel Bryan came out. Miz ended up uh, getting dropkicked into Maurice, which she faked an injury. She smiled. Yeah, that, that this whole thing was just, like, strange. It was like, oh, she faked the injuries and she gets back up, and then Miz bumps into her, and Miz, and then, you know. Yeah, and then Miz actually ended up bumping into Maurice. But this, like Dave said last week, should have all happened last week with uh, Daniel Bryan hitting Bree instead of Miz and Maurice. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. First match of the evening, we saw Cesaro taking on Kofi Kingston. Uh, good match. Uh, from what Cesaro they picking up this victory. Commercial break. I hate when they cut to commercials. And they do the little picture in picture thing. They start. I think they. I don't know if they started this match in. In a commercial. I don't know. I don't know if they did. I, I liked. I liked this. Uh, Sheamus during the match tweeted out a selfie with Cesaro when Cesaro had the sharpshooter locked in. I thought that was funny. Cesaro posed for it. Nice. But yeah, I, and I also I kind of feel like the end of this match came out of nowhere with the neutralizer. But but yeah, it was, it was fine. Yeah, I'm. But yeah, I'm all I'm all for it. Uh, next up, you have uh, Randy Orton, creepily creepily looking at all the footage from uh, Hell in a Cell. They then you have AJ over and over and over and zoomed in and zoomed in, and I'm like, who is okaying this? Yep. Who and is there on their creative team okaying stuff like that? And then you have AJ Styles talking about uh, Samoa Joe and I was going to face him in Australia. And then he has to focus his attention on Andrade and Almas. And then you had a United States title match with uh, Nakamura picking up the victory over Rusev. Which before, I feel... before the match, Lana overheard uh, Aiden English kind of talking trash. And she ch- she kept trying to tell Rusev and Rusev's like, no, Lana. I have to focus on this match. And Aiden English went out, did his entrance, and then after the match, goodbye Rusev Day. Aiden English attacked Rusev. Yeah. For a split second, I thought uh, I thought Lana was going to join Aiden English. But that did not happen. No, not at all, sir. But I just, I don't get why they have to do this. They were super eh. over. I don't get it. it. They were super over, but Rusev was over even before he, in English they became a tag team. So yeah. it's like I, I also I don't get the fact that Ru, why Rusev was distracted during this with English. Like English got up on the ring apron and he goes Rusev crush. Like he Rusev should have gone and crushed and he didn't do it. Yeah. So in this sense, know. Rusev screwed Rusev. This is that just gonna be the capture for the show? Everybody screwed everybody. <laughs> just one big gag bang. Um, up next, though, <laughs> we had AJ Styles defeating Andrade Cien Amas, which I cannot get enough of. If, if SmackDown could be like AJ Styles versus Amas and Amas versus Daniel Bryan and like a, like a triangle of these matches, I'd be all for it. Yeah. Andrade Cien Amas, I think he's ready for the main event. Dude, I thought that for like the longest time. I know you did for the longest time. I had, okay, Dave bit over that. 
But uh, it's funny. AJ Styles broke up his own pin to reverse it into the Styles Clash, which I thought was cool. Like, it was completely unnecessary, but really, it was really cool. I popped for it. And then uh, after the match, Samoa Joe attacked AJ Styles. So that's continuing. Which, obviously, it would have continued because AJ Styles tapped out even though he won the match. Yeah. But it's like it's such like a similar situation to that to, I mean to the last greatest Royal Rumble thing. They had the the cage thing. Where it's like Roman Reigns should have won, but the referee didn't see Reigns feet out. They, he saw Lesnar's. So, kind of stupid, but whatever. But up next you had Asuka defeating Billy Kay. Uh they cut a good promo before the match. That's it. I I hope uh I hope more more iconics. I want more wins for them. I liked how what? Um, Billy Kay, I think, was going to hit an exploder suplex, and Oscar like rolled through it into the Oscar lock. I thought that looked really good for for the finish. Yeah. And then the uh, the big uh, big part of the evening is Becky Lynch celebrating her title win. Right, Brandon? Yeah, to have Charlotte come out and say, I swear to God, I'm not here to beat up Becky Lynch. I'm here to congratulate you. And then... Uh, and then she got her butt beat. Yeah, Becky called her the B word. And Charlotte attacked Becky. And Becky Lynch was able to hit the disarmor, lock her in that, and then hit the uh, the Bexploder suplex. That's it. You couldn't you couldn't get anybody to boo Becky Lynch here. Not at all. Not at all. But still, regardless, that's for ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mark. I'm a fan of Becky Lynch. I'm a fan of what they're doing right here. You know, you'll eventually see uh, what's her face uh, headlining at WrestleMania. Yeah, it's Ronda Rousey. Which I saw today on one of the websites that it's like a rumored match like that they're throwing around. That it's like not set in stone. And if you ask me, that should have been set in stone. As soon as Charlotte won the match against Asuka at WrestleMania, that should have been set in stone. Yeah, totally. Turtler. So, uh, we'll take a break right now. Yeah, let's take a break. And we'll be right back here on... Uh-huh. Marking Out. Hey guys, Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, and you're listening to Marking Out. It's morphin' time! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode 398. Uh, if you're still listening to this, check out our merch, prowrestlingtees.com slash Out. Check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Out 11 what are you doing at the, the beginning of the show again? Well, I just wanted to give out those plugs mid-sentence, like, or mid-podcast, like, you know, Steve Austin does it and Jericho does it. A little bit of pause with the cause, yeah. but... You gotta give out those plugs, man. That was kind of Jake Roberts-ish, but, uh... Yeah, so, uh, let's move on to some outside the ring. Actually, you know what? We'll just cover out the fact that Bola took place. Yeah, Bola. No longer battle Cedar. Reseda, California. It was in Los Angeles at the Globe Theater. Yeah, Hollywood, California. We, you're, this year's winner of the Battle of Los Angeles is Jeff Cobb. I feel like I could have predicted this. Um, so, so. it's... Um, it, yeah, it came down to Jeff Cobb. 
Bandito and Shingo Takagi. Yeah. Which I think is a cool uh, mix of people. I mean, I would have loved to see Joey Janela beat Bandito, but... Dude, you first know, they... of all, it was awesome that Joey Janela made it that far. I did not expect that. Dope, Dope life. That, that was awesome. Uh, if you go back to last year's tournament, the, the match was Ricochet versus Jeff Cobb versus Keith Lee. And I believe, yeah. I believe it was Ricochet that picked up the victory. Yeah, because he faced Chuck Taylor in a Guerrilla Warfare match, if I'm not mistaken. So, so look at that. Ricochet signed by WWE. Keith Lee signed by WWE a year later. Yeah. Do we see Jeff Cobb and one of them? Bandito, perhaps? Signed by Maybe, WWE? Uh, William, William Regal was there. Yeah. William Regal was, uh, was sitting there looking out through the curtain. So... Yeah. Congratulations, Jeff Cobb. He's gonna, who's the PWG World Heavyweight Champion right now? I do not know that. I don't know that either. Let's just take a random guess. <laughs> well, I should know these things. Who is it? Oh, man. Who it is it? It is Walter. Oh, that's right. Okay. And he lost to Shingo Tagaki, so maybe Shingo Tagaki should get a, uh, a match. Anyway, outside the ring stuff. Well, through this, what do we got, Brandon? Uh, WWE announced Starcade will be happening again, taking place on November the twenty fourth in Cincinnati, Ohio, at the US Bank Arena. Uh, it's again not going to be on the the network, I believe. Ric Flair yeah. is scheduled to uh, be there with Elias. It said him and his, him and his Ric Flair drip. Oh, dude, I that's uh, I've, ugh. He comes down to the aisle for his wedding with that. That's that song is now in WWE 2K19. Well, I think the most important part of that whole, whole Ric Flair getting married for the fifth time was the fact that the Undertaker was double fisting in one hand. Double fisting in did one you see that hand. Picture? I did not see that. I didn't notice yeah, it at least. It's a picture of him like I saw Undertaker a wearing a him. blouse. <laughs> there was a picture of him, like Ric Flair and Dennis Rodman and. Undertaker has two glasses of it looks like whiskey in the same hand. Wow. Wow, that's right. Je- uh, speaking of wow, Jeff Jarrett is going to face off against Dr. Wagner Jr. on October 28th at Eros Immortales 12. Uh, in a hair versus hair match, Dr. Wagner is scheduled to face L.A. Park in a mask versus hair match next year at Triple Mania. Yeah, so it's interesting. Uh, I mean, that's more than enough time for hair to grow back, but it kind of seems like Jeff Jarrett might be getting his head shaved bald. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Speaking of Jeff Jarrett and a company that he co-founded, officials from WWE and Impact apparently met this week at WWE headquarters. Uh, It's been said it wasn't about a buyout, but maybe about using uh, TNA... Uh, tape stock on WWE programming, which would be cool, yeah, especially I'm, with the AJ Styles and Slow Joe stuff that's going on like around that, That's now. something they 100% needed. They needed that. They needed that. And they didn't They didn't utilize that at all. We, we saw TNA footage on programming prior to this. Yes, we did. So, but yes, we did. Speaking of Impact, Andrew Everett has been granted his release from Impact and uh, said he's wanted to give the free agent thing uh, uh, a run. So oh, yeah, where, where I mean, well, maybe land... because of the uh, success of All In, that could have been something. Yeah, maybe he was like, oh, hey, maybe I don't need to be tied out to a company. Independent wrestling is hot right now. 
and yeah. maybe he just wants to try it out. So good for him. I hope he uh, does very well. I spoke about him very highly from uh, National Pro Wrestling Day when he was Chief of Kid. So. Yeah, uh, Maha- Mahabali Shira, who was formerly of Impact Wrestling, was released from NXT. All right. Didn't, didn't even get to debut. Yeah. Rock's daughter, however, has just started training at the uh, Performance Center. She's 17 years old. Yeah, part time. So there time. has to be some. I, some... I, I believe she's training with Selena Vega down there. Ooh, all right. Is where, where that uh, that news bit came from. Oh, nice. do, do you think seventeen is too young or no? I mean, 18, when you're the Rock's daughter. When you're the Rock's daughter, no. Well, we definitely wish all her all the best to her. And her future endeavors, podcast over. And I swear to God, please don't turn out like Charlotte Flair. Don't just be your father. She's gonna come out. And you're just gonna hear. If like, you smell. don't. Yeah, don't come out. Don't do the whole. If you smell what Simone is cooking or whatever, don't come out there. Don't do the eyebrow. You could do the people's elbow. You could do a, a version of the rock bottom, perhaps. Don't do the people's elbow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of people that have signed places, Madison Rain has signed with Ring of Honor. Yeah, Serious fresh show. off the Mae Young Classic. Yeah. But, hey, listen. It gives her, uh, you know, if she had to be uh, in, in WWE, she's got to relocate to Orlando. Yeah. Josh Matthews has a nice job with Impact, and... You know, and she's a mom, too, so it's like you're going to uproot your entire family. Where, they might already be living in Orlando, though. I don't know about that, but... I, I mean, that's where Impact was, so who knows? Well, not anymore. I mean, there's stations saying, in like, that's where, Nashville like, and Toronto. I, yeah, I don't know. But uh, I just want to see Emma wrestle at Madison Square Garden at that she show. She's not and and I want to see Sumi Sakai wrestle there, too. I'd rather see Sumi Sakai. Why, well, I mean, what's wrong with Emma? Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. I want to see both of them, damn it. <laughs> uh, it's rumored right now that Rey Mysterio has signed a two-year contract with the WWE. Where uh... Apparently, apparently what, what I read on WrestleZone.com, so you can't sue me for saying illegal things. I'm telling you where I read it. Apparently, he wanted an 18-month contract, and then he would give WWE notice if he'd be completing the pit two years. But, I don't know. We'll see. Where, where does he fit in? He doesn't fit in at all. Maybe on SmackDown, you need another top-tier face. Someone to face Nakamura. Yeah, because what they're doing with the U.S. Championship is garbage. I don't know. I like the Nakamura thing. Oh, but they're not doing anything though. He should have had a match on the on the Hell in the Cell card. It's like even even before he did Brock come out. Dude, before last week, I completely forgot that Nakamura was champion, and then Jeff Hardy faced him for whatever reason again. But Uh, uh, speaking of things that I also don't like, you like it. Two hundred five live moved moved to Wednesdays before NXT. So uh, NXT, not NXT. 205, no longer live, live. airs at 7 p.m. NXT is at 8, and for right now, the time being, Mayon Classic at 9. That's I why That's why we don't have Mayon Classic results is because we're... Uh, Filming on a Wednesday. Yeah. Because Brandon has Paul Simon tomorrow night. No, that's what you have tomorrow night. Yeah. And then Disney World next week. Good. It's like, should I cry? I don't know. <laughs> you probably will. 
I've never, I have not as an adult cry. I mean, I don't think I as a child either, but I don't think I've ever cried at Disney World. But I don't know if, like, this might be the last time I ever go to Disney World. I have no idea. You'll be back next year. No, I don't know. Should I re-up my pass? I don't know. I don't know either. But anyway, 205 Live going to Wednesdays, I think it's a great move. You know, Dude, you'll... somebody posted a picture of the 205 Live crowd. It was emptier than when it was afterwards, when it was filmed afterwards. Yeah, because people still get into the building. But so... still, it's like... That's to me really dumb. I don't know. I, fi- I find it well scheduling wise. I find it great because now it's like you have your Monday nights with Raw, which is three hours. You have your SmackDown, which is Tuesday, which is two hours. And then you have your Wednesday nights. It's just too much, man. Well, I really, much, it, dude. I really hate the mix match challenge because I think that's uh, the, what? the reason. What? What? Did you just say? Mixed match challenge. I almost okay. said it like Savage. I forgot. <laughs> Say it like Savage. The mixed match challenge. Mm, yeah, freak out. Yeah, it's better as good man. Yeah, well. So right. it's like it, I just I really hate the fact that that Facebook thing is taking place and and it moved. I liked watching two hundred five live after SmackDown. I liked going to SmackDown events and knowing I was going to see the cruiserweights. I hope the next step for them is not to move down to full sale. It won't. It's a touring brand. It just—it sucks. It really does suck, though, because it's like 205 Live, and it's no longer live. I saw somebody tweeted out saying what rhymes with uh, what rhymes with taped. <laughs> then somebody responded saying it's 208 taped instead, of, instead of 205 Live. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lame. All right. Cool. Outside the ring stuff. Congrats to Jeff Cobb. Let's get should, to should, shame. No, but but should have John Cena should have starred in Space Jam Two, right? No, not at all. You don't you don't think so? No, not at all. He couldn't learn to I, play basketball. Yeah, he'll do five moves on the uh, the court. <laughs> if, if Michael Jordan and Bill Murray are not in that film, I'm going to be disappointed. But it's, like it's, the... Le, it's LeBron James. I know. I saw it. It got announced today. Yeah. I have to go so. put my uh, vintage my vintage Tune Squad. Uh... You have a Tune Squad jersey? No, I'm, oh. Sal had a Tune Squad jersey. Brad, I'm I think, go... has like a, a place that, that he could get a Tune Squad jersey from. I, I bet you I could find one right now. Yeah, from like overseas, like Malaysia and stuff. Uh, I can find two of them right now. For twenty five bucks, Lola and Bugs Bunny. I don't want Lola and Bugs Bunny. I want my own. Well, there's a Jordan one too. I want for 20... my own. Oh, there's a Mon Squad one too. I just went on eBay and typed in Tune Squad. Oh, there's a, a Bill Murray one. Oh snap! There's a documentary coming out about random people who have ex- experienced Bill Murray sightings. <laughs> there was one thing that I saw where they're like Bill Murray walked up to somebody in the middle of the street and goes, I'm Bill Murray. And whoever you tell right now is not going to believe you. <laughs> yeah. He's nuts. All like right. they're like, they have just like random Bill Murray sightings where like, Oh, he'll just randomly show up to a bar and start tending bar. Or he'll it's just like pro- randomly crash somebody's wedding photos. I don't. I don't. I have no need for a Tune Squad jersey. 
Yeah, not... I, I mean, I don't wear cutoff things, so I definitely have no need for that. All right. If it was like a Mighty Ducks jersey, that that's a different thing, but... Quack. But, uh, Quack. Quack? All right, so let's get to... Shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. That's right. It's time for Shameless Plugs. I had to do it like that. Sorry. Uh, first of all, go to www.wrestlingforsale.com. Um, there's a lot of really cool vintage shirts and vintage products on there. Uh, 1985 Hulk Hogan Hulkster adjustable sweatbands. There's a 1986 NWA Road Warriors shirt. There's a lot of really cool stuff on here. I've been looking over it, but I just... I'm just pulling like Who are I'm you, big Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. No, but like I'm going through here and there's a bunch of like they mentioned it on the podcast and then I'm going through here just looking at stuff and there's just so many cool stuff like Pile Driver, uh, Coco Beware, the two sided single singles on there. It's like really cool stuff on here. Um, there's a Macho Man hat that I have still in my house that Jordan wore one time to school and my wife uh, ripped me to shreds for it. There's a Hulk Hogan ruler like. Really weird stuff. Um, so go to wrestlingforsale.com. Go check that out. Uh, the second shameless plug is going to this game that I've been playing on my phone. It's called 80s Re- Mania Wrestling Returns. Um, essentially, you're the booker man, and you book all these fake wrestlers in like matches and stuff like that and try to build your ratings up. It's pretty cool. Um, go check it out. It's on uh, IO and also your iOS and Android apps. Uh, It's fun. It's a good way to pass the time instead of uh, sitting on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and stuff like that. So there's no, like, actual matches that, like, you don't wrestle? No, you don't wrestle, but you set up the matches. So, like, there's, like, a Mock Sandman guy. His name is called Beer Can Man. (laughs) No, it's... No, it's pretty funny. Um, And then they have, like... Wrestlers like there's a guy called the Bug Buster, but he's actually a spoof from the Gold Busters. There's a guy called Caesar Sleaze, who's like actually D. Snyder. Um, That's weird. It's it, it's it's fun. That's I, what I def- people people have been asking for years to bring back a general manager mode for 2K, and they for whatever reason they just haven't done so. I did, completely hated that mode when it was in the game. I would always fail, but I wouldn't be opposed to having it in the game. No, I know you wouldn't, but yeah, go check that game out. It's it's fun. It's a good way to waste a little bit of time if you uh you know got nothing going on. Um, and the last shameless plug goes to kind of goes to me, but it kind of doesn't go to me. Um, I've been the editor on the show for the past episodes for it. Uh, it's on YouTube and it's on Facebook. It's called the Florida Project. So the gentleman I work for, Roz Slaughter, has taken his business. He is has several well-established fitness businesses on Long Island and New York and has taken himself and has relocated himself and his family down to Florida where he has no contacts, no names, no numbers, no business whatsoever and is going to rebuild his business from the ground up in Florida. And this episode is a docu-reality style series where we document – his successes, his failures, and everything that he's doing to grow his business. Uh, you can go to youtube.com slash fitness business mastery to watch uh, all the episodes, or you can go to facebook.com slash coach Roz and check out all the episodes. It's it's cool. It's interesting. It's different. 
if you're in the fitness business, it'd be something if you guys want to check out to grow and scale your business, check these guys out. They're unbelievable people. Him and Greg, I've been working for them for the over the over a year, and just the the positivity and everything that eludes from them is outstanding. So go check it out. And now I'm going to throw it back to myself because, hey, Chris, do you have a match of the week? Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. All right, we got a match of the week this week, and I've been holding on to this for two weeks because I tried to record this uh, two weeks ago and it failed miserably because my computer crashed. But match of the week this week goes from all in. And you'll be surprised because it's not Kenny Omega versus Pentagon. It's the women's match. Which was out of this world. I thought it was. I honestly, this may have been my favorite match of the night. And if you don't know what I'm talking to, it's Chelsea Green versus Britt Baker versus Tessa Blanchard versus Madison Rain, who just signed with Ring of Honor. Go check it out if you can find it. It was awesome. I thought out of everybody, I thought Chelsea Green stood out the most. Do you agree, Brandon? Uh, yeah, I liked her hitting the the Broski boot. I liked, uh, yeah, I like I, that. I like her. Uh, I'm prettier too. Yeah, the jumping on Prettier I thought was cool. Um, I thought it was extremely awkward that Emma was on commentary for this. Yeah. And when I watched it with Dave, I was just laughing. Started, he's like, what are you laughing? I'm like, Emma's gone commentary. And he started laughing too. And Rachel was watching it with us also. And she's just like, wait a minute. She's like, Emma, she's like, that's, that's Zack Ryder's old girlfriend? I'm like, yeah. And Zack Ryder's girlfriend now is in the match. And then I liked how uh, – <laughs> Excalibur was like, oh, she. He's like, yep, made famous by so and so. I don't but, like. I don't like him on commentary at all. I love. I love Excalibur on commentary. I I thought that the 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 three man group that they had for that was a lot of fun. I may go watch all and uh, fall asleep tonight. So, but anyway, on that note, Brandon, who are you shouting out? Listen to Brandon shout outs because when there are shout outs. <laughs> There's honey. First shout out is going to getting the band back together. That was the uh, the Broadway show that I saw, and I think it honestly was one of the best shows I've ever seen. And it's uh, a shame it closed. It closed on Sunday. It uh, Mary Lou Henner was in it from Taxi. Nice. That was really cool. And uh, the the lead of the show was. Do you remember the old Keystone Light commercials where the guy was Keith Stone? Okay. That was him. Keith Stone was the lead. Interesting. It was awesome. And then uh, one of the other uh, lead characters was uh, the character Lester from Grand Theft Auto V. I don't think you played that. I don't know if you did. Nope. Yeah, so it was cool. Uh, It was a really good show. Like, uh, really, really good. It was funny. I was laughing nonstop. It was a musical. It was was a really good show. It's a shame that it closed. Up next, though, goes to Mick Foley's 20 Years in Hell Network special. It aired after Hell in a Cell. Did you happen to catch it or no? I haven't, I haven't really watched a lot wrestling-wise. It's, uh, it was really good. I think Mick Foley is one of the best storytellers out there. All right. It was like a stand-up special, but not really a stand-up special. Okay, interesting. Uh, and then... Uh, it's like you, you you take away all the legends that were out of two. That, I mean, you take away all the legends from two K nineteen that were in two K eighteen, and then and then like the only two legends that you added were Million Dollar Man and Roddy Piper. But they announced the downloadable content, and I think it's pretty damn good. I, I think DLC sucks in general, but uh, I mean, 
Shout out to the WW2K19 DLC. We have the, the Rising Stars pack with uh, Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Lacey Evans, Leo Rush, Mike and Maria Kanellis, and Ricochet. And then you have the Titans pack with Bobby Lashley, EC3, and War Raiders. Perfect. I'm not really sure how they divided up those packs, but uh, I wasn't expecting a bunch of these guys, and I certainly wasn't expecting a playable Maria Kanellis. That's so, pretty cool, though. Yeah. It just it really sucks that they took all those legends out. And, like, what the, like how is Champa not in the game? Yeah. It makes no sense. Like, they, they'll say, like, oh, he was injured. He was out for the year. Tamina, where the heck has she been? She's in the game. Epico and Primo, they're in the game. Maybe maybe they're going to ultimately end up being in the game and, like, shock value, surprise or whatever. I just don't get it. I don't I don't, I don't get how Mick Foley's not in the game at all, but that's just so stupid. Oh, Brandon. Apparently, we just missed a Kiss announcing they're they're going to be going on one last tour. Oh, ever. really? Yeah. I hope they're at Madison Square Garden, and I hope the ticket prices are cheap. Uh, hold on, now. Okay. Uh, um, I'll go. You want to go? I will 100% go if the ticket prices are cheap. Do they have dates? Even I don't. I don't see dates. I don't see tour. Let's see. Nothing. Only in Miami. <laughs> the Kiss Cruise on the 31st. Expected to begin in 2019. Can you dress up like Gene Simmons again? I'm not painting my face at all. Oh, come on. We got to. All right. Let's get you with all your shout outs. That was it. That was all my shout outs. Now it's time for our. is right our mark out moment of the week the week well i just realized our truth wasn't on smackdown oh man rats that's it the show's ruined no it's been it's been fun that he's been on smackdown as of late yeah but uh you got any mark out moments i got i got one all right well you go first um mjf maxwell jacob feinstein on uh or friedman, friedman sorry friedman Maxwell Jacob Friedman on Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast. In full gimmick. And then uh, us getting retweeted by Steve Austin. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty sweet. It's fire things in life. Yeah. Um, it was a really good interview. You guys should check it out. Yeah. MJF no, was... is a phenomenal talent. Yeah. He's all over the place. He's the champion right now. Yeah. Trained by Kurt Hawkins and Pat Buck. Creative Pro yeah. Wrestling. <laughs> CreativeProWrestling.com. Um, I marked out because I was shooting a peewee football game on Sunday. I was filming a peewee football game. It just sounds wrong. Um, and I'm walking all over the field and I see one of the, the team that I was, uh, war- that I was supposed to be uh, filming with warming up. And what are they music wise? What are they warming up to? Finn Balor's theme music. That's a weird one to warm up to. No, but I like, I shook the, the coach's hand. I was like, Hey, I'm my, my name's Chris. I'm going to be, uh, filming you guys today. And we're BSing, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go sit up. And I looked at him and go, hey, love the music. He goes, yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and, like, as I was walking away, it hit the, you know, the... I was so... I, like, had to stop myself from doing that whole... The whole hand motion and stuff like that. But they got crushed. Oh. Yeah, the team that... It was so funny. I texted Sounds Dave. Sounds fitting. 
I was like, Dave, I'm like, they lost. I'm like, I'm like, Dave, I'm like, this music, this team's warming up to Finn Balor. He goes, well, I know who's winning this game. <laughs> and he was right. No, they lost. They got Yeah, hammered. exactly. Yeah, the other team. Finn Balor winning. doesn't win. He just smiles. Yeah. And dates Kathy Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, my mark outs for this week. And uh, that's our show for this week. Mark and out 398. Two weeks and then it's the 400th episode of Mark and Hour. Are we going to do anything special? No, we are not. But until then, you can go to Facebook.com slash Mark and Out, Twitter.com slash Mark and Out, Mark and Out 1 at gmail.com, YouTube.com slash Mark and Out 11. Rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Follow me on Twitter, Chris Dog. Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. Until next week, we wish you the best best of luck in your endeavors. Feel like a little joking. Yeah, I spent that week. Oh!